Hi, and welcome to another edition of The Rouse Review. I'm your city manager, Dan Hoffman, and with me is communication communications director, Amy Simmons. <laughs> Hi, Amy. How are you? I can't stop laughing. I'm Why, sorry. Amy? Why can't you stop? <laughs> That's what you get for being silly before we hit record. Oh, I know. Well, okay. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we've got uh, a fun one today. Uh, we're going to be out at a Ro- Winchester Royals game. Mm-hmm. Now, this is pre-recorded. Uh, we were there last week yes. for a game. Uh, so just keep that in mind when you're listening. Since then, I think the Royals uh, have done pretty well. I think they're at 500, still in line for the playoffs. Good. No, they're excited few- about that. Yep. Still a few games left, so make sure you check out their schedule. Uh, and then there are the playoffs. So. Right. It was a great uh, day. It was a beautiful day. It was a very beautiful day. I had a great time talking with uh, JR and Jim. Yes. Uh, so we'll, we will hit play on that uh, interview here in a few minutes after we uh, walk through some things on the agenda for tomorrow night. It might look like a long agenda, but a lot of this stuff is second reading, so you've heard it before. We have second reading on the special event permits. It will allow me to uh, charge a, a nominal fee to cover our costs when we process event permits uh, and help uh, the city recover its cost in certain situations where you know, we close roads or we have to pick up trash. Uh, also uh, on the agenda, we are finalizing the changes to our ordinance to accommodate our new roll-off containers. Uh, yes, very excited about that. Um, if you uh, want to come try out or test a container, you can still pop over here to City Hall or Jim Barnett Park. You can see the three different sizes. You can uh, give them a test drive, see which one is best for you. Um, few frequently asked questions that we've been getting, do I have to use them? Yes, you do. Just like every other jurisdiction that's done this, and many other jurisdictions have. Uh, are they going to be used for recycling? Not yet. We do intend to, in the future, have standardized cans for recycling. Uh, it is my intent, and of course, you know, this has to go to council and everything, but it is my intent to start collecting glass again. So changes are afoot with solid waste. Um, we have some older trash trucks that will be replaced with automated trucks to make the system more efficient. We'll save money on our workers' comp. Our trash, uh, our sanitation workers lift seven tons of trash a day. Oh my gosh, I mean, that's crazy. Is, that is crazy. So uh, very excited about that. Our employees are very excited about that. And once everybody gets used to it, I think you'll realize that uh, it's actually a great system. Yeah, now they can use their old cans for recycling maybe. Oh, yeah. You, use your, you can throw recycling in there. You know what? A lot of folks can use it for yard waste. Oh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I intend to do with it. So Every Wednesday we'll pick it up. Every Wednesday. Uh, we are second reading for ending the state of emergency. Uh, very happy to not be under that anymore. It technically ended on uh, June 30th, but have to go through some formal council steps. Um, and first reading on the appropriations ordinance for our use of the stimulus money. So we went over that. Uh, we've gone over it ooh, a few times now. We went over it. In the last in, podcast. In finance, the last podcast, a council work session. Uh, we went over parts of it last week during the Public Health and Safety Committee. Uh, we'll be going over uh, it a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, we'll be diving into some parts related to planning, economic development, and housing this Thursday during the PED Committee. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you, uh, if you care, 
tune check. in and let us know. Yeah, check those resources. You get and you can't just you can you can tune in, of course, but you can also show up. Mm-hmm. We like it when people show up at City Hall. Yep. Um, it's there's typically not a tons of people, so <laughs> if you want to actually see your council in action, mm-hmm. stop on by. Uh, feel free to say hi to me sitting right there. So come by and say hello. Um, and speak a public comment too with whatever's on your mind. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Right. You don't have to have something to complain about. You can just say, <laughs> hey, I really like living in the city. Uh, we like to hear that. We're not asking for praise, but if you want to offer some praise, that's also nice. Or if you just want to say, hey, I, I live in the city, live here. This is my name. Just introduce myself. Ideas. Ideas. Mm-hmm. If you got some ideas, that's great. Use it. It's your time. Uh, and then we'll do an executive session uh, about some acquisition of real estate. And no work session. No work session. So fingers crossed, knock on wood, that this uh, <laughs> won't be super late. We went to 930 last time, yeah. which by our standards is long. That is long. So. All right. So uh, let's go ahead, go ahead and uh, hit play on this interview uh, out at the Royals game. So this is a special edition of the Rouse Review podcast. We are at Bridgeforth Field, uh, home of the Royals. We're actually here in the middle of a game right now against, is it New Market tonight? New Market tonight. So New Market Rebels. It's currently yeah, New Market Rebels. It is currently, I believe, bottom of the second or top of the third. Uh, yep, top of the third right now. Unfortunately, the Royals are down by four, but plenty of game left. Today's a doubleheader, so it's seven innings? That's correct. Seven All innings. Right. Uh, so... I'm particularly excited uh, for this one because, in fact, I, su- I suggested it. I'm going to take credit for this because <clears throat> uh, I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, and when I found out we had a summer collegiate team here, I, w- I was very excited. I was even more excited when I found out it was at one of my fields. Uh, and the history and the tradition of the Royals, um, you know, this wasn't a, a new experiment for the city. I wasn't going to have to worry about, you know, it, it being year to year. Uh, there's a strong community support and folks like yourself uh, that are here that have been keeping it going. So uh, why don't you guys uh, introduce yourself real quick and tell us what your affiliation with the Royals is. Uh, my name's J.R. Burns and I'm the president. Uh, this is my second year as a president. I've been with the Royals, oh wow, probably for eight years now. Okay. Um, so of course my first tenure as president was covid um, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to I got to have a season off, I guess you would say. It, but yeah. it wasn't no baseball, but we still had things to take care of for COVID. Of course. Um, we literally had a team ready to go, mm. players ready to show up and everything. Were shut they down. already in town? No, sir. They okay. were um, well, that's good. They were they were on the roster, everybody was oh, ready wow. to come and at the last minute um, everything got shut down. So coach and uh, Bruce Alger sent out the notice to mm. be able to let us know that there's not gonna be a Valley League baseball season. So wow. It was one of them things that happened, and it, yeah. you know what? We we all made it through it, and yep. we're healthy now, and now we're back to playing baseball. Very so excited to be back. This year has been great. Uh, I love it, the weather and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. The rain's kind of hurt us a couple mm-hmm. times, but, hey, yeah. you know what? That's mm-hmm. why we're playing doubleheaders to make these games up. I love extra baseball. And this gentleman over here. My name is Jim Phillips. Uh, I've been, uh, I'm currently on the board of directors right now, and I've been affiliated with the Royals for this is my 43rd year. I've, I've held every, probably every position except president. Uh, Did you play at one point? Pardon? Have you played? Did you I've, play for the Royals? Oh, no, no, Oh, no. okay. I just been, well, there's still time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
was was coached little league for about 15 years and uh, pony pony league and also had a, uh, a a woman's softball team. All right. Uh, if you never coached one of those, you in for an experience. So, so. Uh, for folks that don't know, uh, and I was getting this question from my younger son earlier today. Uh, obviously, this is not professional. No. <laughs> this is not minors, but this is kind of the pathway mm-hmm. to. You know, a major right. league system. So players uh, on mm-hmm. these summer collegiate league teams, you know, they're getting scouted. They could get drafted. Tell us where collegiate summer league baseball falls in the in the grand scheme of baseball. Well, this league's, uh, of course, you have the, the Cape Cod, and I'll let Jim talk some on this too, but the Cape Cod is supposed to be the elite of all leagues. That's where you're really high – of college collegiate summer league. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Valley League falls, I want to say Valley League's number two. Um, wow. <laughs> if you talk to Bruce Alger or anybody else, mm-hmm. um, Bruce really talks about having meetings with Chuck Fox at Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. Uh, Valley League is spoke well about through Major League Baseball, the talent we have, how we show the talent, um, where we get the kids from. Mm-hmm. And I'll let Jim kind of talk on that, how the kids are, you know, brought into the collegiate league through the Valley League mm-hmm. and the coaches and stuff like that. So, uh, it's a really good, fun summer baseball if you want to see good baseball. Mm-hmm. So it's got the nickname Gateway to the Major Leagues. Yeah. yeah. And we had two players that played for the Winchester Royals just recently get drafted um, into the Major League Baseball. Oh, so, wow. Uh, in, the, in this past draft? Yes. Anthony Simonelli, who was one of them, uh, he was a local kid from Millbrook. Millbrook, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I saw that in the paper this morning. Kansas yeah. City Royals yep. um, is where he got drafted. Um, yeah. Forgive me, I don't know the name of the second one, but I can look on my email okay. and find from John Leonard and see who that is. But um, I can let Jim talk on how the players. Yeah, how here. do we find these guys? Well, uh, whoever whoever we we have as a head coach will start um, checking around and scouting these uh, various colleges, and he'll more or less contact the college coaches mm-hmm. and uh, get get recommendations from them, and then. Uh, we seem to have a uh, an elite elite program, and we kind of go out and look look for the best players that we can that's mm-hmm. going to have potential to uh, to move move on up through through the ranks. And he, these are these kids are not paid, not so they, paid. They come here. They uh, how do they how do they get by during the course of a summer? Well, the only requirement that the summer leagues has is to find them a place to live mm-hmm. and an opportunity to uh, to work approximately 28 hours a, a week. But most most of these kids nowadays uh, uh, come off traveling squads and things like that mm-hmm. before they go to go to college. And uh, when it comes to these summer legs, uh, they they don't want to work anymore. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so most of them don't actually. Pull a part-time, twenty-hour-a-week gig. They, no, they focus on baseball. Some of some of them, some of them uh, want to work, and and but the majority of them don't. So uh, we just we just uh, finished uh, a two-week summer camp. Oh, I saw for kids, right? Yes. Yeah. And so uh, most of the players been been work, working the camps, and mm-hmm. uh, they usually get the minimum a minimum wage for. So the season's starting to wrap up. Right, yes. so we're we're fifteen and five. We just had the All Star game uh, not too long ago. Was it last week? Yeah, for the, the, last, the Valley last, League All Star la- game last Sunday. Yeah. Last Sunday. Yeah. Um, 
how you feel about the season so far? I think it's going well. Right now in the standings, we're setting third. So the top four out of each division, um, the South only has four teams. Um, uh, so five, five teams. Five, I'm sorry, five. Um, actually, they're down one. Covington's season got um, shut down. Oh. They had one player uh, test for COVID, so Ooh. rules were uh, with the players who were vaccinated, not vaccinated, they just got shut down. So oh, wow. they're out of it. Um, we sent our apologies to them and, you know, yeah. better, better luck next year. Better luck so, next year. But, yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. it feels good. Um, coach is really doing a good job with players who we, – we had some players come in and didn't get to stay all year. Mm-hmm. And we knew that with him coming in. They said they weren't okay. going to stay. They were only going to stay till like, beginning of July. Okay. So, Coach has done a good job replacing him with quality players, getting them replaced. Um, we run into some, you know, hornet's nest here and there during games and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lose the ones we want to win. And the, the close ones is the ones you want to win. When you, yeah. you're, you're down yeah. by a football score, then you, you just kind of go out yeah. and have fun then. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm thinking we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to make a run Great. for it and um, hopefully get in here and beat some of these teams that are doing real good, like uh, Charlottesville. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, for folks that aren't aware, uh, you know, hopefully they can catch a game before the season wraps up. Right. What's a good way for them to, uh, to get involved with the Royals? It's a nonprofit organization. Uh, you know, it's a good community-driven event. How can someone get involved with the Royals? So anybody that helps out in the concession stand, it's not a volunteer, but they're paid mm-hmm. uh, concession stand worker. Um, I help Miss Betty in the ticket booth, which is Jim's wife. So oh. <laughs> that's a volunteer position. There you go. Um, we also got other areas of that are needed for help throughout mm-hmm. game day operations. So there's always something constantly going on during the game. Mm-hmm. To get the game date or yeah, excuse me, the game started. Uh, we try to get everything lined up for the announcer and everything. If we have a first pitch, we make sure somebody's down there with a baseball to give the first pitch out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's there's countless things that people can come help out with. And they can even get involved and become a board of director if they want to and get involved in Hey, you can, you know, make things happen in baseball. That's awesome. We really like baseball-minded people, but we'll take, you know, I don't want to say we'll take anybody, but <laughs> we, we want to have people who are really into a family-friendly atmosphere. Well, with, with a little base, baseball knowledge, too. And uh, uh, Right now we are looking for some board board members. Uh, Interesting. We're, Interesting. We're, yep. we're yep. so short right now. So. Looking forward to next year. <clears throat> we're going to have a new field. So I, I know we, this is going to be. Uh, I hope th- so. This field, yep. Yeah, hope so. Fingers crossed. It was a drafting opportunity for the coach this year. Oh, really? But when everything, yeah. Oh, yeah. When Co- he, well, COVID, all. Yep, when, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe me, he put that out for the kids to let mm-hmm. them know, hey, you're going to be playing on a turf field. And then when everything got shut down and nothing got done to this field, Uh-oh. we had to tell the kids, sorry. But, sorry. I mean, hey, they still showed up yeah. to play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we, so we, next we, year we're going to have a turf field out here. You guys, And you guys are going to share it with Shannon Doe, I believe, right? Yes, sir. I was talking to Shannon Doe uh, not more than a week or two ago, and we're going to have a little summit <laughs> right. uh, to make sure it all, it all works out. But yeah. either way, it's going to be, I think, a huge yeah. asset for Shannon Doe, for yeah. the Royals, and for the city. And it's uh, you know just having the Royals here is a huge asset right. for the city. Yeah. So I'm I'm very grateful. I'm very appreciative of you know all the volunteer hours you guys mm-hmm. put in. And uh, with that, let's go uh, finish up this game, and maybe the Royals can pull this one out. Yeah. I also want to announce that uh, if if you're a business partner or you have a business, thank and you. You want to yep. be a sponsor of the Royals? We got a huge sponsorship program. Mm-hmm. So you like the rest of our nights are free. We've had businesses that's awesome, very generous around here. Uh, by nights like laura mm-hmm. white sponsored the night for the yep. night to be able to open the gate let everybody in free and, and um, that is such a huge thing to know yes. that you, it's a 
free family friendly event right and you guys do you know the the announcing here is top notch i've always been impressed with the announcing mm-hmm. uh you get a great social media presence so your sponsors really get a good value i would say based mm-hmm. on you know, just my own opinion uh yeah. that, that you know that you guys really make sure that they get uh, the recognition they deserve yeah, right. uh so how do we find out if it's free it's usually posted everywhere on our social media facebook okay. uh instagram twitter what's the web, what's the royals website I know if you Google winchesterroyals.org. Yeah, I think if you Google just Winchester Royals, <laughs> yeah, I don't win, know it win, off the top yeah, of my head. Winchesterroyals.org. Yeah, org. Winchesterroyals.org. So, there you go. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I usually just hit Google and put in Winchester Royals. <laughs> Click the link. But yeah, they've really done a good job updating our website. Great. So there's actually a calendar on there. You can go in there and just click on a date. And they also post on there whether it's a free night. But social media, awesome. we're really trying to go that way with all of our announcements because everybody's got a cell phone now. That's right. All right, guys. It's been great talking to you. Great meeting you. I'm going to go enjoy the game. I'm going to go get a a cheeseburger and uh, go Royals. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so that was our interview uh, out at the Royals game with uh, JR and Jim. Nice guys. Very nice. We got a behind-the-scenes look at the press box. Yes, behind the scenes (laughs) of that unair conditioned. Our Uh, room was air-conditioned, thank goodness, but the rest wasn't. Air condition might be generous, but uh, it was cooler than the rest of the uh, yeah. of the facility. But no, I'm I'm very excited about the upgrades uh, that mm-hmm. it's going to get next year when Shenandoah University, our part through our partnership with them, we're going to get some great upgrades in that field. Help so, them with recruiting. Oh yes, I know. When we get turf out there, it'll be it'll be very nice. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a good, easy. Most of the games are free because they're sponsored. Um, it, it's the guys are really good. The it's team's good always baseball. good. Mm-hmm. It's good baseball. I mean, it's um, you know, I would love to have a minor league team here. Not mm, gonna lie, me too. I <clears throat> was so disappointed when I didn't go through last time. I and you know, I'm always looking for an opportunity to bring those types of amenities mm-hmm. and activities to Winchester. So if I see an opportunity, I'm going to go after it. Um, but you know, in the absence of that. Royals are, they're a great asset to yes, have. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, Amy, tell us what's coming up in the next uh, week or two that we need to know about. Well, it's actually, the first thing I want to talk about was not next week, but it's in oh. uh, 2022, and I'm super excited about That's, it. This is far in advance, way farther <laughs> in advance than we normally talk about stuff. Yes, it is. Uh, Insight Citizens Academy. Oh. Finally put together the schedule and have announced it. Now, we didn't do this last year because of COVID, right? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. And we had to cut the 2021 short because it was it started in January. It was supposed to end in May. March is when we had to close down everything. So we didn't get to finish. Uh, but the 2022 program is going to be very different. Ooh. So instead of having 16 weekly sessions in the evening like we used to mm-hmm. for the last, God, we've done this program 16 times, um, we're going to have five all-day retreats. Wow. So hoping it will uh, reach a different audience or more people, hopefully, will be able to participate. Excellent. I hear a lot that families or parents can't participate in the evenings because of children's Mm -hmm. activities, schools, things, that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, hoping to reach another audience and also the same people that we normally get, you know, just please come out and Mm -hmm. learn more about the government. So we'll um, talk to staff. We'll take awesome tours that you don't normally get to see. Very cool. And just from regular days. And then um, 
hopefully after you graduate, you'll have a new appreciation, new understanding of how the government works. How many people do we normally allow into this academy? I have had as many as 40 before. Wow. Which was really difficult. And then uh, usually, but usually it's around 25. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to try to go around 25 this time, so space is limited. We should do a podcast with them. Oh, we should do a live version of the podcast with them as like the audience and a few members of the, of the academy like being interviewed, but what they've learned. Yeah, maybe towards the end. I think that's a great idea. Good that could idea. be part of our closing ceremony. Good idea, Dan. <laughs> yep, it was a great idea, Amy. <laughs> that was great, yes. So w- the reason why I'm bringing it up is because uh, the space does go pretty quickly. Oh. It's very popular. I-, I announced it last night in my newsletter, and I already have seven people signed up. That's awesome. And I hadn't even put on social media, and it hasn't been in the news- uh, newspaper or anything like that. Well, sign so up now, people. Sign up now. So um, the brochures for the new trash cart program have been mailed. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a nice reminder since we've been talking about it so much. The send in your selection by August 20th. And um, let's see. Our next episode of publicity. Mm-hmm. We will be uh, out on the road, which we normally do. And we went to the Green Circle Trail. So that will be out this Wednesday. Cool. And we talked to Tim Humans. He's very knowledgeable about the trail since he's been helping mm-hmm. the city with it since it started. Gosh, what is it, 20 years ago? Hmm. So uh, we went to the MSV, the new part of the trails, and we uh, killed a few spotted lanternflies while we were there. Good. There were so many of them. I hate those things. <laughs> we, I think we, one of them landed on Caitlin. They're now getting, um, they're like adult size now? Not yet. The ones we saw anyway were the we red ones. We saw nymphs? The nymphs. The little, yeah, the, the middle. The teenagers. The pubescent, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were red with the white spots, black legs. The, yeah, so I've been killing the black ones with white spots on my grapevines mm. uh, pretty regularly. Yeah. I got a ton of them. Uh, and, you know, trying some different things to, to control them. But now they're getting, like, red. Yes. They're the red spots. And, and they can really jump, so. Yes. They, they have some crazy jumping skills. Yes. And I've seen a few full-size ones. And, oh, <laughs> me. Yeah, get them before they get full-size. So you'll see that fun because we had to stop recording uh, because of the spotted lanternflies, so it should be fun. Um, also, uh, if you remember all the heavy event, rain events we had recently. Yes, yes. Our engineers are strongly recommending that our community get flood insurance. Yep. People, m- most of this city is in a floodplain. I, I don't know if it's most, actually, but a, a big chunk of it is. Buscallon used to be called Water Street for, for a reason. reason. <laughs> <clears throat> get flood insurance. And you don't have to be in a floodplain in order to get it. Exactly. And you also don't have to be in a floodplain to, to get, get flooded. flooded. Right. Only takes one inch of rain. Exactly. One or inch of rain. Water, yeah. Or if your property happens to be uh, down part of a hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, we had a lot of folks in this past storm that their houses were, you know, kind of on the side of a hill or a slope. And the water to no one's surprise flows downhill Mm -hmm. and if it pools up in your yard or gets channeled to your yard because of the houses up the street or or the way the street curves that's on you like it's not i think folks sometimes under the you know this idea that the city is responsible for any flooding of their house we're we're not Mm -hmm. it's i mean it's private Mm -hmm. private property that's why you have flood insurance that's why you know you 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 look to see where water might be coming into your basement. That's why people get sump pumps. Um, so there are some rare instances where mm-hmm. 
yeah, if city property, and we did have a, an incident during this past storm where there was an adjacent city parcel, we had been clearing some land, and the the way the water flowed, it happened to flood someone's basement. So, yeah, we're working to, that was on us, we're working to make it right. Um, so, people, get some flood insurance. And apparently it's very inexpensive, and it covers most flooding events, mm-hmm. and... Um, most homeowners insurance doesn't cover flooding, so mm-hmm. you need a little extra coverage. And uh, I think one of them, or one that covers most everything, is like five hundred dollars a year. That's not too it's bad. Not too bad, and it covers your entire property. And then you can get a little extra coverage for the contents if you need to. Yeah, my house is the bottom of a hill, and when during that rain, yeah, I got a an inch or two of water in my basement. Mm-hmm. It was literally streaming out of a hole in the wall in the basement. <laughs> right, and. Yeah, we cleaned it up. Didn't have a lot of damage, but that's kind of what you get every so often. But if you didn't know that was happening, it could cause all kinds of issues. Absolutely. So go talk to your insurance agent. We don't get any cut off for that. We're just trying to keep you guys um, protected. Just a little bit of uh, free advice. Right. Okay, so um, we have a lot of vacancies on our boards and commissions. Yep. So we're hoping that some people will want to get involved and um, apply for those vacancies. So go to our website and under the government tab. We have a link for our boards and commissions, and there's an application there and a, and a list of um, which ones it's are It's a good vacant. way to volunteer. Yeah, get involved in the decision-making process, right? Mm-hmm. So the indoor pool at the Jim Burnett Park uh, is getting some upgrades. Cool. And so it'll be, it's closed until early September. And speaking of upgrades, the dog park was recently expanded and improved. Really? So the large dog park area is now twice the size it used to be. Wow. I mean, maybe not twice, but it's much bigger now cool has a lot of new amenities they're building some new little pavilions so you can stand in the shade while your dog runs around nice they have some more water stations in there so um go Very check nice. it out it's free to use open to the public we you just, do you know your dog does need to be registered right we hope no it's hope that you have um vaccinations but they don't have to sign up in order to use but it no, the little uh, city tags oh yeah oh yeah yeah of course that's what i'm talking yeah. about yeah but we're, yeah but we're not checking so anybody could use it Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. have to be a city person. Right. But you do need to have your dog, you know, registered. Yes. But uh, also, we just ask that you clean up after your dog and play nice with the other pooches. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, uh, this one's pretty exciting. Uh, the Mark your calendar. It's August 7th at 11 a.m. The Tunnel the to Towers event in Old Town is coming cool. to Winchester. Absolutely. Do you know what that is? It's 9-11. 9-11. This Tun- is the 25th anniversary. Oh, has it been that long? No, no, no. Not 2001. No. 20th. 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 It's the 20th anniversary. Yeah, 20th anniversary. Good Lord. So the Tunnel to Towers Foundation's CEO, Frank Siller, he's uh, completing a Never Forget Walk to honor those heroes who Mm -hmm. lost their lives during that tragedy. And, of course, every other hero who lays down their life for others. Yep. Um, He's walking from the Pentagon to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and then to the World Trade Center. That's over 500 miles. Just to uh, bring awareness to uh, to this to what they did, and um, his first stop along this route is in Winchester. Hmm. I don't know how we got to be so lucky. That's very cool. So the organizers are planning a parade similar to the Apple Blossom Parade route and a barbecue event in the parking lot behind City Hall. That's big. Yes, it is big. So we encourage everybody to come out, give him a big, friendly Winchester welcome, mm-hmm. and let's pay tribute to our nation's heroes. Absolutely. That's uh, August 7th at 11 a.m. Mark your calendar. So he will, August 7th, 
not September 11th. Right, because <clears throat> he's going to come here before he exactly. gets up there on September so, 11th. Yeah. Mark your calendars, folks. August 7th. Right. So I think he's probably hoping to be at the World Trade Center by 9-11. That would make sense. Yes. Yeah. 500 miles he's walking. Crazy. Okay. Anything else? That is it. Alrighty then. Sign, well, up, that d- for, sign up for Insight. <laughs> sign up for Insight. And sign, select your size trash can. Exactly. Ten council meetings. And volunteer for a board or a commission or something. Right. Get involved. And continue to listen to the Rouse Review. Because <laughs> we're so much fun. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, yeah. Thanks for, again, taking the time to, uh, just by listening, you're being better informed around about what's happening in the city. And we appreciate it. So uh, until next time, we'll see you around City Hall.